All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to the Brown Experience. This is season two, episode five. Cinco, Javi. Cinco. Today's topic is probably the heaviest that we've that we're going to talk about, honestly, on this show, and that is systemic oppression. Systemic oppression, because that is another form of racism. And so, uh, before we get started, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is William. This is Javi. What's up, Javi? going on will i'm back to a hat again hey i you know i'm bald so i probably should be wearing a hat but i don't know every time i do i get like little bumps on my head so i don't know we'll see maybe i'll try (laughs) to grow it out again and then go from there okay guys so systemic oppression i know a lot of people right now are feeling some type of way um And so we're going to do our best to talk about it. We're going to talk briefly because we can talk for hours and hours and hours about this stuff. But we're going to briefly go over a few things. Um, Systemic oppression technically would cover three topics. It would cover race, right? It would cover class, and it would cover environment. So we're going to touch on each one of those, uh, but I want to spend the majority of our time here talking about class racism. And so with a racial systemic oppression, what the idea is, is that when somebody, because of their color, because of uh, what they look like, because of uh, their origin, their country of origin is not technically either European or Caucasian, white, American, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, they don't get their fair shake based solely on their race. That's what a systemic oppression based on race would be considered. That's that's including, you know, our laws, it's including um, job opportunities, things like that. That's what what that's what would be considered systemic oppression based on race. Class uh, systemic oppression is it not it's not just race. It's technically about your class. So let for the all intents and purposes, let's just go with um, high class, middle class, low class. So that means that if you are, you can be a high class African American, you could be a low class Asian American, you could be a middle class uh, Middle Eastern American or fill in the blank. Um, That's what systemic oppression with classes. And a lot of people of color feel that uh, they have been the victim of uh, class oppression because they're poor, because they feel that the system um, forces them to be poor uh, based on a variety of reasons. Like I said, we won't go into too much detail. We're just going to touch on it uh, because we have to to finish out the uh, racism uh, series. And then environment. So environment. Um, for a lot of people, majority of America, they grow up in suburban America. Um, they grow up in house, whether it's rented, uh, leased, or owned by the family. Um, but they do grow up in one. Um, others could grow up in poor conditions. Uh, um, African Americans call it the ghetto. Um, brown community call it the vadio. Um, white people call it trailer park. (laughs) And so it could be a variety of those things for a poor, but in high class, you're obviously going to grow up in maybe not the 
mansion, but certainly in a nicer neighborhood with uh, better education because the tax dollars will go more towards more tax dollars will go to the school boards to be able to build better schools, things like that nature. And so um, one can technically be the victim of all three. So they could be um, a brown person. They could be living in the barrio and they can be poor. Um, you could be a mix of any one of them. You could be middle class, but you live in, you know, a bad neighborhood, right? And you're white. And it could be a variety of different combinations. So for this, uh, for the purpose of this, we're just going to uh, lightly touch over um, all of these. And so uh, forgive me for that five minute long uh, explanation, but I definitely wanted to uh, give you guys a good preface to understand exactly what direction this episode is going to go in. And so um, I'll start with the first one, and that's going to be race, uh, systemic oppression. So I personally, Javi, feel that um, anybody, and no matter what the race is, can, can be, at least here in America, can be um, uh, the victim of oppression based on their race. Does that make sense? Like, do like so what I mean is that uh, an African-American can be so mad at a white person that they can go after white people based on just because they're white. What would you, would you agree with that? Mm, I mean, yes and no. I think the only way that someone or a particular culture in general could go after another person or another culture, it's only if you continue to see things happening over and over. So, for example, you know, you know, we recently started seeing not, too, you know, a couple of months ago, we started seeing, um, you know, a lot of people going out there and you know, creating Black Lives Matter. And the only reason why they did that was because they wanted to pass down a message, you know, but it was going against to another group of people, the police, you know, that they weren't doing the right stuff. So I do see it. I do see it, um, you know, in particular, and if we're going to go ahead and talk about it, like I see it more that happens to the African-American community, and then it happens to the brown community, us, that in that particular order. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about it. And I feel, you know, and anyone could argue that's the whole purpose of this, but I feel that the system here in the United States is broken. And what I mean with that is that we're not being fair to all people, regardless of what background you are or anything like that people get away with things because of their skin color yeah so. yeah and and um okay i'm gonna agree and disagree with that and i'm gonna say um i think that personally i feel like anybody could be the victim of racism um i've heard from other minority cultures i'm not gonna say who or their names um but um, I've heard them say, I literally hate Caucasian people. Like, I, it's in their blood. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> why? Like, you know, that just me. But their experience has been so negative, right, with that culture mm -hmm. or maybe with oppression with their own culture, right? Um, they don't feel that 
you know, that that culture or whoever it is. I mean, it could fill in anybody. It could be African-Americans, Asian, Middle Eastern, all those. Fill in anybody. I mean, everybody after 9-11 was angry at Middle Easterns for like 10 years, right? Probably even till now. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I mean, to me, I think anybody could be the victim of racism um, based on just a whole bunch of things. But I will agree with you that I think you could be taught racism, but until you've actually like until you have something to back it up, like an experience, like you're saying, then that kind of just reinforces that. And, um, and unfortunately, you know, we have a lot of bad instances that happen because of it. Um, I will say that I definitely agree with, um, still staying on the race topic. I definitely agree with, um, the thought of systemic oppression from a legality standpoint, because I think that, you hear so many times, well, first I'll take it a celebrity route. Celebrities do the exact same things that normal people do, but they can afford better lawyers or they can, you know, do whatever. I mean, the, the laws bend for them, no matter what color they are, celebrities definitely can get away with whatever, right? <laughs> um, but taking it a step further, I think that people, when you see it on the news, when you see it in the media, all you always see is that you know, on one page, you'll see somebody with a similar crime, maybe not the same, but a similar crime gets a minimal sentence while somebody of color uh, will get something uh, that is just far more uh, maximum or or far more um, higher than um, a person maybe who's not of color. Or maybe even, how about this, maybe not even who's the predominant culture of that community, right? So I, I would agree with that point in the legality of our system, of our just system, um, has not given, you know, people of color a fair shake. But I don't think we're looking at it the right way. And here's what I mean. So we live here in America. America was is based on um, Europeans coming over here, just general. I'm not going to get everybody a history lesson, but it's based on Europeans coming over here, you know, buying or buying up land, making wars, whatever. But we're here in America now, and we're all very grateful to be here. But who was making those laws? It wasn't uh, Geraldo Sanchez, right? (laughs) Or it wasn't somebody from African America, or Africa, excuse me, um, an African American. It wasn't uh, an Asian American, or you know what I mean? It was predominantly that culture. So what do we have to do? That means that not only when we come into this country, we should uh, learn the language. That was one of our previous episodes. Make sure and watch that. Um, but we should also learn the laws or we should have people who are, you know, our own culture who become these high-powered attorneys. I mean, we have a justice, you know, sitting uh, in the Supreme Court, Sotomayor. Um, you know, she's awesome. You know, have people like that who can teach, you know, the people, okay, when you are in Wisconsin in Kenosha and you, you know, are carrying an AR-15 and you're under the age of 17 and you're found in self-defense. Well, this is exactly what they did, right? Because if it's not about race, then this is exactly what they did to become innocent of three murder or excuse me, two murder charges and and one uh, attempted murder. Um, This is, 
this is the, the formula. You know, I we need our people or we need people who are in those higher places to teach us these things. So that way we do not become a victim of the um, justice system. Instead, we can actually push it further. And what that would lead to is less incarceration of people of color. It would lead to uh, less law law breaking and more law abiding, uh, in my personal opinion. What do you think about that, Javi? Sorry, I ranted for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think it, you, you're right. But my question is to you then, do you really think that's going to solve the problem? I mean, I feel like, you know, as the years are going in by, like people are learning the policies, people are learning the laws here in the United States and such, you know? And, you know, it's always been said, you know, like, let's increase the numbers of people being educated in different parts and areas, you know, whether if it's in policies, regulations, whether if it's teaching, whatever it really is, Mm -hmm. the number is increasing in different areas where it's not quite predominant, you know, Mm -hmm. but is that really fixing the problem? I just still continue to believe, you know, that the same the same consequences are not given fairly regardless. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my argument, Mm -hmm. you know, like my argument is that the consequences are not given fairly regardless if people are being educated more, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like we continue to see being in 2020 that people could certain races could just get us up in a hand by doing something major while other people of color they're going to be incarcerated no matter what for so many years and such. So I don't know if that's going to really fix the problem, you know, and in taking it back to something that we talked about, I just don't understand here in the United States, you know, it's not just one culture. There's many different cultures. You know, we have a lot of different cultures. I don't see how is it that we can hate one another. You know, I've never experienced it. You know, with anyone hearing, I hate this particular race because this country is formed of many different races, many different backgrounds and such. You know, that if I was to hear that, I, I would say something. I would say something. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, I'm not going to stop uh, being somebody's friend because of it, but I'm definitely going to try to learn more about it and seeing if I can intervene, right, and try to make the situation better. Um, yeah, I haven't talked to that person in a long time, though. <laughs> Actually, there's two people. Um, but um, but I, I, so back to your question. Um, will it solve the problem? Maybe not. I mean, but it's better than what we're doing now. Because so, that's where I agree. I think as to where we were, you know, years ago, yeah, like it's getting better than what we were, but it's not going to happen from one day to another. Yes. And I feel that, you know, maybe you're right in that sense in which it's going to gradually take more time as we, you know, the people, the minorities, you know, continue to take some of these responsibilities that we know that are just predominantly by one different race. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. it really starts with this as well. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, you know, we, we don't have 
any more excuses. And what I mean by that is that I feel like, you know, all the years up till now, there's been such a suppression of information. I mean, I remember when you used to have to go to the public library and you used to have to pull out the drawer and then you look through the index cards and you find the one you look for to find your book. I mean, now you can look it up and there's a YouTube video on that. You know, you want to rebuild a house from the ground up, there's a YouTube video from that. <laughs> so what I mean by that whole deal is that um, I think the, the platforms are available. You have the Brown Experience platform. Uh, you have so many others who are like us who are trying to um, do great and positive things for the culture and even other cultures, African-American cultures, um, you know, Asian cultures, even white cultures who do great things. I, I see them. I see their um, their videos on YouTube or, you know, in the news or whatever. And it's great. But there's no excuse now not to get the information out. If you're not doing it, if you're not helping, you know, uh, uh, reaching down and giving a helping hand to someone who needs it, then that just shows your character and it's not a good one. And, you know, if you really want your culture, if you really want your family, if you really want your community to get better, it all starts with us. And so I think uh, we definitely should have people um, who are brown people who have made uh, great things and maybe we can do that maybe we can reach out to them and just you know have them come and talk about that and so our viewers can can benefit from that because i really do think that uh if we just take a step in another direction than the one we are in because protests are great sure i'm i'm all for protests but until there's actual change right right and the and what we're talking about systemic oppression you're not going to change the system. That's where systemic comes from. You're not going to change the system. You're not, you know, you're holding up a sign or you're liking a picture. You're commenting on it saying, yeah, I'm with you. It's like, yeah, but are, you know, are you watching, you know, uh, videos like ours who we will have guests like that, you know, are, are you know, well, they'll, are you looking at, you know, local community, community organizations and trying to get involved in all that stuff? Are you trying to gain knowledge? Um, you know, if, if we, let's say, Javi, me and you had the person who had the book on how to avoid getting arrested for the rest of your life. If we have it here, are you going to read it? So that's up to you. Um, we can only do so much. And so I think that what we can do and use our platform is to not only talk about these issues, but bring in these people and give you the information. We're spoon feeding it to you. Right. Um, and so that's, I feel like what we can do to, to help our community, Javi, what do you think? Uh, to make it better. You know, I don't it is, you know, straightforward you know, or straight to the point. Actions speak louder than words. Yes. And I feel like we have a lot of people who speak, a lot of people who say things about how they feel. Okay. So what is it that you're going to do about it? Yeah. You know, your actions the correct actions, you know, there's things that you're be doing the wrong way, but it's always doing the right actions, mm -hmm. the right actions to fix the problem. If you don't like what you see, do something about it. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes into the, uh, to the next, uh, part of systemic oppression environment. I'm going to save class for last, um, the environment, which is, you know, how much does environment do you feel, Javi, play into, um, you know, uh, a systemic oppression? And here's what I mean. If you grew up, it doesn't matter what color you are. Let's, let's take color out of this for a second. Um, if you grew up in a higher class home, 
maybe your parents owned the home or they were buying the home, not renting or leasing, you know, the home in a good neighborhood with good schools and, you know, the crime rate was low, even in a good county, right? Um, mm -hmm. Versus a middle class, which is they could be renting, they could be leasing, but it's in a decent, right? It's not high crime. You know, you might see a, a suspicious person every now and then, but nothing too, you know, bad. And the schools are okay. You know, your environment's not that bad. Uh, could be better, but it's not that bad versus, you know, you're walking down the street and you're seeing, you know, drug deals going on. You're seeing somebody possibly getting stabbed, fights going on, you know. Um, how much do you think that has to do with uh, systemic oppression? Do you think that's a... You know, Will, that the environment plays a huge part for any children's teenager's life. But then again, it goes back to, you know, my thought process. If you don't like what you see, if you don't like the environment that you live in, then do something about it. You yeah. could always move to a better environment of what you want to see the remainder of your life to be at. You know, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't change where I grew up with because that's what my parents afford to, you know, afford to provide me to, you know, it's not their fault. You know, I would never blame them for the environment that they put me, but because I didn't like the environment that I was growing up and I wanted something further or whatever, then I move around, you know, then I went to college you know, I lived close by for college for almost 14 years, you know, but I felt that it wasn't the environment that I wanted to see I, or I saw my life. So then I moved to the environment that I see where I could see the rest of my life. Yeah. But if you don't like it, then you make those changes for yourself. You can't just blame others for whatever you have. I, 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 you have to work hard for what you want. True. Yeah. I'm going to take it a little step further, though. What about the those kids who are in a very healthy, unhealthy environment? Um, I mean, you know, they grew up poor. They grew up in the barrio, in the ghetto. I mean, they they really don't have any option to move anywhere because obviously if they could, they would. right? You will. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what it is, you know, but, you know, you either go for it and change or you continue the same system, you know? And I think, or I feel that I've seen it where, you know, grandparents, parents, and then the grandchildren, and then the great grandchildren continue because it seems that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But you're one of the only one person from your family who feels that there's more out there. Then take that step out. They mm -hmm. take, you know, take that step, you know? And it, I, I don't know, like it for me, you know, and maybe it was easy for others. It might have, it continues to be hard to continue to be in that system or that in that same environment. But for me, it's either I do something about it or I just stay where I'm at, plain and simple. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, I, I did grow up in an environment like that um, for the, uh, earlier part of my life and you know I, I still even you know as a teenager and as an adult not, you know visited that environment um, so I will I can speak to a little bit to it um, I think it's it's so much harder it's so much harder um, because you have so many uh, let's call them like potholes there's so many other potholes that can happen to you 
you know, at such a young age where it's like, dude, if you live to be 18, I mean, that was like amazing. I mean, you're, you're very, very blessed to be able to, to go that far. So um, you have to really, like you're saying, and I'm going to agree with you 100%, there has to be something in you that says, look, something, I want something more and I want something better. And every little, like you have to turn that instead of, um, instead of whatever that is, instead of it, let me do the graphic right here. Instead of it being in front of you, holding you back from moving, you know, this way, moving forward, you have to let it be the opposite way and go in back of you to push you to say, no, no, this is, this is the bottom of my life. I can't go down anymore. I have to go up. And if I don't, you know, there, there is no other option. There is no other option. And so I think a lot of times what happens is, is that, you know, kids get trapped because of the environment. They get trapped in whatever that cycle is of their, I mean, you know, it takes a community to, to raise a child. Look at your community. <laughs> you, know what I mean? um, you know, if you go home and you're selling drugs or you're shooting people up and that's okay behavior in the household. I mean, mom, grandma, they look the other way. They're like, okay, whatever. Like you're just taking care of it. Like that is super unhealthy. So I think you got to, at a young age, if that is happening to you, if you are one of our viewers, you have to look at it and say, okay, what do I want with my life? That that's fine. If you want to go be that person, then go be that person. If you want to be active and be all in the game, then think by all means, go be it, you know, but if you want to be something more, you can be just hold on and allow for those situations to build so much that when you get that opportunity, you bolt out of there and you never come back in a sense of you can come back to visit the hood, <laughs> but it, it shouldn't be you're going to go back to live there permanently. And I think when other people see it, others from the neighborhood, others from your family, it's like it's it's almost like you break through like a like a there's a light bulb that turns on like a little light at the end of the tunnel and it's like wow like there is something more than what we're used to there is something more that was built here and right. so um i would agree with systemic oppression in regards to environment is actually super heavy um you know and and, and i'll even take it the other way i know a lot of a lot of my caucasian um my white rich friends that grew up with their parents owning businesses, maybe the parents were the pioneers, they put so much pressure on themselves to be like, to, to, to outdo their parents, right? To live out from under their shadow that you see it all the time. They're like pill poppers, you know, they're, they're doing drugs at such a young age. Cause it's like, you know, they're always comparing themselves to their parents' success. You see it all the time with celebrities, you know, kids, or, you know, these very high-powered business people or whatever the case is, you see it all the time. It's like I cannot live in, you know, up to my parents and what they did. So it's like might as well just throw my life away. And it's like, no, nah, like <laughs> you, you like my hope for my I'll, – I'll, I'll give you guys a secret. Maybe people don't know this about me. My hope is that my, my path was always business. And I never knew it, you know, growing up and all that stuff. I never knew it was business. My, my hope for my kids, if I am blessed with kids, is that 
they never follow in my footsteps. And here's why. You can't beat me because my kids are not going to grow up in the hood. They're not going to grow up with, you know, their uncles getting killed, overdosing on heroin. All You can't beat that. Do you know what I mean, Javi? So you, you go be a doctor. Go be a lawyer. Go do this. Go do be anything else because then you're always going to compare yourself to me and my struggle because your starting place is so much better than my starting place was. And so my hope for my kids, if I am ever have, if I ever have some, I'm over here stumbling, um, mm -hmm. is that they go out and do something else. Go be a journalist, go be an actor, go be a sports star, but don't follow in my footsteps or even just don't follow in my my path of business go you know do something else because you're only going to feel the weight of that and uh, i've i've lived through that from my uh, caucasian friends for their successful parents okay so since we're talking about wealth here is the topic that i've been waiting to talk about systemic oppression class so um javi do you feel that there is systemic oppression based on class today in America? There continues to be well, and the only reason why I say that it's because, and I'm going to bring back education. If you go to particular districts, um, school districts, and you see the kind of education that students are receiving versus other school districts, it's very different, and I don't see why that's fair. Yeah. If all children should be receiving the same kind of education, we're in the state of California, okay, and we see a huge difference between San Bernardino County and San Diego County. Why is there a huge difference of the kind of in public schools of education that it's given to students? You know, and and I do see it in class, and, and it starts with education. And that's just one example, but there's many different kinds of examples, you know, that, you know, when I got to college, seeing many different people from out of state, from different counties, from different cities and everything, the type of education that they receive K through 12 or anything, you know, even the way that people are adapt, adapted to things, it's very different than others. You know, we see people from the desert. We see people from the mountains. We see people from the city. And people are just completely different. Yes. And it goes back to the class. Absolutely. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of take it in a different direction. I think um, my friend told me, and I think I sent you the video, Javi. My friend told me um, a statistic, and he said he's African-American. And he said, if you are African-American uh, and you are poor, 50% of the time, you're going to die poor. Mm -hmm. And so we can expect the numbers to be somewhat similar with the brown community. I got a lot to say on this topic, but I'm going to keep it short, I promise. But see, it, it goes again, Will, and, you know, agree or disagree, it really goes back to if you don't like how you – the class that you were living and I'm not going to blame my parents again, my parents or whoever raised me or whoever raised that one child or whatever it was, if they raise you with core values of being a good person yeah. in your home, 
and being a good person outside of home, it really, it's up to you if you want to make change. Totally. There's, and, and people could go ahead and agree or disagree with me. There should not be, you know, you can't say if you're taught the core values, which is free, free of cost, then you can't go back and say just because of my race and because of my class, I'm still poor. You can't yes. do that. That's a poor mentality. You, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, um, you can't say because I was and it happens. We've seen it, you know, many celebrities. They're born rich, you know, and they're born in a in a higher race, you know. But yet, where are they now? Yeah, they they could be in a low mind state. They're still rich because of their parents, but it's something that they decided to do, and it goes to any race. It, it could either go that you want to go up, or you just stay because you're com- you're comfortable with what you have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and what I was going to say about the whole class thing is that I definitely think that, okay, ready to go ham, Javi? I'm going to go ham. Okay. So I think that the media, I think that whatever you hear, whatever, whatever way you get your information has been wrong. It's just my opinion. And here's what I mean. I think that they're trying to what they call race bait us. That's all the minorities have been race baited in a sense to think it's strictly about your race. That like kind of like what you were saying, Javi, that it's because I'm brown. It's because this like that's why I'm this way. And really. Why is it that we see billionaire African-Americans? Why is it that we see billionaire Asian-Americans or even Latin Americans? There are billionaire Latin Americans. Um, Very few, but there are some. So if it was just about race, if it was just about the environment, why, you know, why do we have uh, all cultures who have made it to some level of success? And the reason is, is because they don't talk about it enough. And I told, and we talked very little about this in the debate. It's really about class. It's really about money. It's really understanding that key thing. And that's in any, in, in anything you guys want to do. Listen, don't miss this. In anything you guys want to do in life, Brown community, if you're watching, do it. If you want to be a janitor, if you want to be a construction, if you, who cares? It doesn't matter. If you want to be a celebrity, whatever, cool. But you will never get anywhere if you do not understand how money works, if you don't understand how class works. Success brings, uh, excuse me, breeds success. And I'm talking success in a way of you've seen it happen. So you've seen the foundation laid. Now you have no excuse to not emulate that, especially when they teach you those things. And so you are going to have a leg up in life when you do it. And so in agreement with Javi is that this world, we live in America, the greatest country in the world, in my opinion, because we are able to start from nothing and become as successful in any industry that in any field that you want to be, because nothing holds you back. But it's because it is no longer a race war. It is a class war. It is all about finance. It's all about whoever has the money talks and makes the rules and sets the boundaries and all that, all that stuff. And so right. 
my, you know, brown community, don't miss that point. That I know people who are who are very successful business people who I can't even hear. Like I, I don't understand what language are. They're so you know mixed in with their own language. They can barely speak English, but they're multimillionaires. Why? Because they created value for themselves. They right. looked at themselves and they seen a valuable uh, uh, that they're valued. Or if they weren't valued, then they learned some new skills so that way the mm. country values them. And here's what I mean. If you sit there on your ass all day, oh, sorry, I probably got to edit that out. <laughs> if you sit well, on your butt all day, 40. what's that? This one's about 40 minutes. So okay. I'll cut it. So if, um, if you sit on your butt all day playing video games and online shopping and all that stuff, you ain't that you're just going to be an expert in just how to do that. Right. But if you learn how to be a plumber, if you learn business, if you learn finance and money, you will be successful in that. And now, because you are successful, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a billionaire. But set up for your family. Set up for retirement. Be wise with your purchases and things like that. Um, we're going to get into all that in another episode. But all that to say, if you're looking at it, do not get fooled by this, by this being a race war. Because right. I don't believe it is. I think it's a class war and I think the pe- the rich are only going to get richer and the poor are only going to get poorer. So in order to, for survival and to push our people up, we created this platform to inform, right. to give you the tools because that's we, me and Javi have had lots of levels of success on many different levels and we will continue to do it, but we want to bring uh, the culture up, the brown community up as well. And so do not get fooled by this. It's just a race war. It is more of a class war, uh, in my opinion. Javi, final thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you, Will. Um, I think, again, it's a matter of our to lift one another up, you know, and encourage one another. Don't give up. If you have a set goal, set it and go for it. That's how you're only going to measure success and how you're going to be out of the systematic and not just be a number and be staying where you're at. Yeah. And uh, the last thought I'll leave you with is fear is a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. You can allow it to stand in front of you, um, accomplishing whatever you want to accomplish, or you can move it, somehow move it behind you to push you and to help you think, wait a minute, I can't, I have no choice. I have to be successful because of this, because of the environment I grew in, because of the culture and how it's not set up for my success, because I need to get into a higher class. Right. God ha- allow it to push you into those things. So uh, did you agree with us? Did you agree with our 40-minute uh, conversation? Um about this stuff I, I know we went pretty heavy and and a little bit narrow on some of those things but um did you agree with our uh systemic oppression episode uh leave us some comments below tell us where we got it right what we got it wrong um or if you want to hear us talk more about this topic because it's such a broad topic and uh we can we can touch more on it so uh for javier for myself see you on the next episode